Hello, everyone. Welcome to the official Youth to See podcast. I'm your host and creator, Jeannie, and with me is my lovely and special guest, Priyanka. We are a part of Youth to See and OceanWise Education. Youth to See is a youth leadership program which focuses on sustainability and what we can do to be better leaders in the environment. We often volunteer at the aquarium where we can be a part of aqua camps and learn about marine biology and teach others about sustainability. This podcast is about exploring the environmental climate through a youth perspective and we aim to talk about important issues going on currently. We will talk about many topics in this podcast such as sustainable fashion, shopping locally, climate change, sustainability, and much more. Welcome to your podcast and we look forward to the season ahead. Hi! Hi Priyanka! Hi everyone! So we're going to be talking about the importance of the ocean today. Yeah, I'm really excited to talk about this because the ocean makes up such a big portion of our world and there is so much life there. There's so many jobs that that are getting created um, and it's just a wonderful place to be near the oceans. Yeah, I definitely agree. And like, did you know that seven out of ten breaths you take comes from the ocean? That's actually crazy because I thought that most of the oxygen that we breathe comes from the rainforest, but because of all the phytoplankton and all of the algae in the water, that provides us with all of the oxygen and that amazes me. It's actually really funny because like, nobody really talks about that because when yeah. I think of um, providing more oxygen and getting rid of carbon dioxide, I think of like trees and the rainforest, but no one really talks about the ocean. No, I agree with that. Um, and. I think with the ocean, the main thing is that people talk about the connection they make is with the animals that live there, like the sea otters, the different kinds of fish, um, and some sharks, all of the animals that, you know, live underwater. But I think it's so cool that the oceans provide us with all of the air or a lot of the air that we breathe, and we don't know that we are more educated on how trees give us um oxygen but the algae is such an important part of um a part of our lives yeah and it's funny that you mentioned sort of like education kind of thing because like only five percent of the ocean has been discovered so you know there's a whole other 95 percent that we don't know really what's out there And there's so many things that could be out there, and they constantly keep on um, finding new organisms that live in the oceans. They keep finding new things um, to teach others about, and the ocean is so vast. There's so many different things that you can learn from it, and it just, everybody, I feel that everybody needs to be educated on it and have a better understanding of what the ocean actually provides. Yeah, definitely. It's just like shocking because it's like it's makes up 70% of, you know, like it takes 70 70% of like the mass on earth, like it covers 70% and it's just funny how you know, it's something so big we know so little about. Mhm. Exactly. And if you think about it, the ocean can be very very deep at some point and as you go farther down in the ocean the pressure increases so that's also to do with the technology aspect that we haven't yet um discovered yet um to go deeper into the oceans but it's wonderful how we've made so many so much progress with finding more of 
about the oceans. Um, and as technology keeps on advancing, we'll be able to learn more about it and find different things that will help our world. So, you know what's really funny? It's like we discover more of space than our actual Earth, like the oceans. So it's just like, it just shows you like, you know, there isn't a lot of education on how we can protect it. We're spending so much money on finding life on other planets while we're wrecking our current one. And I find that very ironic. We should spend it on more sustainable practices over here and just to explore our oceans because that makes up such a big part of our um, world. So yeah, you brought up an interesting point about how we spend so much money um, <laughs> finding out new planets and new things in space. But I think the oceans should be um, one of the more important things because it provides so much education with the um, to do with the environment and there's just so much to learn from it yeah and like it's funny how you mentioned that you know it's such a huge part of us because it's like you know there are lots of people today that rely on the ocean like you know for their culture like spirituality or like you know their livelihoods whether that's just their job maybe they work in that kind of industry and you know it's sad that we're seeing something so valuable diminish because of our climate and our impact on that and so I just think that we should invest more time in helping restore these incredible ecosystems. The ocean's right here, and it's like another kingdom that you can just discover. There's so many animals and different things. Like, it's just so disheartening to see it all just kind of wither away. I agree. I agree 100%. There is so much to it, yet we have managed to wreck it so much and harm all of a lot of the animals in the oceans. And... It's just, we're not being very kind to it, I guess is what I can say. Um, yeah, but you brought up an interesting point as well about the medicine aspect of that. Um, I was reading up about this and most of, or a lot of the ingredients for medicines used for um, cancer medications or arthritis are found in the water from um, organisms that live in the water or just the water itself. And I thought that was really interesting because it, the ocean can physically help you get better um, from from sicknesses and that that's just one of the amazing things that the ocean does right yeah and i heard that if there's a disease or some sort of sickness that's like on earth and that like nature caused it there's going to be a cure in nature to help heal that and i just think that aspect is so cool think about i know we live in canada and like bc we have a lot of indigenous tribes you know it's really interesting that like they sort of have that knowledge of the environment and because they've been there for so long they know the earth like they just know what to use and i think that it's just so important that we stay educated too because we have the cure and everything like right there in front of you but you know we're spending so much money on other places no i agree with that um yeah and you also mentioned something about how there are so many different animals um in the oceans and i I am amazed at how many different species there are because the biodiversity down um, in the ocean is crazy. There are so many different types of animals and they're all in interconnected in some ways. And if you ever looked at a food web or a food chain, it's very interesting to see how quickly it can go from really small um, bacterial organisms all the way down to blue whales, some of the biggest animals in the world. And it's interesting to see how much of a connection that they make with each other. Yet, as humans, we go in with all of our fishing gear and all of our plastic and we just pollute the oceans when there was a perfectly good system between the um, um, 
species in the top part of the food chain and the species in the bottom part of the food chain. I just find it crazy how all of these big corporations are taking the ocean for advantage. It's it just boggles my mind how quickly we can put the ocean, um, how we can take the ocean and just fill it up with garbage and pollute it. It just yeah. amazes me. The ocean is life. Water is life. It also helps us humans too. It's not for selfish reasons. We need it to survive too. And yeah, I like the topic about mental health and how it connects to us human beings. Because have you ever gone down to the water um, just in the morning and just absorbed the aura of the ocean and yeah. the vibe that it gives off it's just so calming um and i guess we're so lucky because we um live in such a beautiful part of canada we are right by the pacific and we have so much access to water and we are also very fortunate because we get to be a part of these programs um, that educate youth on sustainability and the oceans. I think that's also something to take into account. Just be appreciative of the oceans and what we have. It's just so calming and it offers so much to us humans. Yeah, and it's also like a part of us too. I know for us, like for our listeners that don't know who we are, we live in BC, Canada, which is like warmest places in Canada. And sometimes I feel like we might take it for granted because it's like it's always there and you don't think twice about it it's just a part of who we are and I feel like if that was ever taken away or polluted I think that will like we will start like waking up and realizing what we lost I just think that also on the subject of BC it's super important that we talk about how we get our electricity from BC Hydro not only that but sea buses we have ferries and you know it's just crazy how like now that I think of it it's actually really insane that we have all these things and it also brings up another point about um people who have sort of shape their lives and their livelihoods around the end. And this can be through many different ways. Um, some countries, their main source of protein is from fish. Also, the ocean creates a lot of jobs for people. And because you can do many things, you can do sustainable fishing, you can, um, you can be an educator of the oceans, you can make a restaurant of ocean-wise seafood. There's so many opportunities that come from the ocean. And that aren't just facts that you can learn. You can also apply that to, you can apply what you learn to life. And it's just, the ocean offers so many things to us and creates, it just makes our lives so beautiful and it makes our lives wonderful. This is our first episode. We're also part of Youth to Sea, which is a program that OceanWise and the aquarium offers. And I think the Vancouver Aquarium is a huge part of like our Canadian identity, especially in BC, because you know, not only we're providing so many resources and education for younger kids to get into sustainability and learn about the ocean. With our climate crisis, I think there's so many new initiatives always popping up and like trying to help save our environment. And I think that's so special. The oceans controlling the climate and how they because of the whole water cycle from the clouds to the water to the um to rain to the evaporation all of it sort of comes together and the oceans are just a really big part of the climate and how it regulates heat because of also the carbon sinks yeah. um that's something that we could include but i don't know too much about it yeah me neither um, i don't really know that much i know there's like another documentary i i've watched like a few minutes it's called melt and it's really cool because like it talks about how climate change is going to affect us specifically here BC whole like momentum and this whole like movement for you know like Fridays for Future and just protecting 
our earth and how badly we've treated it because we're going to be the ones and also future generations to pay the price of all the damage that the people before us did kind of unfair too because like we didn't do anything to it but at the same time we also have the power to change it and help heal it the world is not going to be here forever unless we treat it with kindness i think there's this like popular belief that we're too late or you know there's nothing we can do about it or like you know shutting down all the factories and all those like heavy polluters and then you see that there's like immediate effects and immediate like changes and the skies are clearing up the fishes are coming back to the water it just shows that you know not only we've just damaged the earth so much but also the ability to heal it if we're able to accommodate that and like help them if we just give the earth time to help it get back to um its sustainable state then that will significantly help all of the generations ahead of us and there's this one quote that i it just always sticks in the back of my head. It goes like this, I'm paraphrasing. Um, this world is not for us to use, it's for us to keep for our future generations. And that just has such a big impact because yes, the world offers us so many beautiful things like the oceans. What does the ocean provide? It can, we get to go kayaking, we get to go deep sea diving, we get to swim with the turtles. We're given all of these parks and all of these forests um around the world but we shouldn't be taking it for granted because what about our future generations what will they do they will not have the same opportunity as us to get to explore the world they will have to deal with the sea levels rising countries and parts of countries are going to be submerged because of the ice caps melting and that goes this is more on the sustainability topic but there's so much that we can do right now we just have to use our voice to get the message across to these bigger companies who pollute yeah just just stop take a break from it um but then i am aware of like all of the jobs that it creates and all of the livelihoods that would be the that would be affected if these jobs closed down so there are always two sides to it but yeah i think right now it's very important that we protect the world yeah it's funny that you mentioned like big corporations because i know we're gonna have a political episode coming out so that that's interesting i know here in bc we have like a very holistic view of it especially with our indigenous peoples and it's funny because like when i was learning about them like the way they viewed the environment and like they wouldn't go down like just cut a tree like just for like you know one thing they would try to use like every single portion of it like you know use part of it to like make clothes or like part of it to make like their housing and like you know different things so they use like every single part of it and it's not just like now we're, we're so wasteful we cut down trees when we use like a portion of it and the rest goes like in the way you know it goes waste you know there's so much that we can do and, and also like adding on to like what you said about sustainability too uh jobs will be lost because you know only like factories are shutting down but i think that also is like an opportunity to make new jobs and other jobs that can you know further help with the sustainability movement with the jobs part of it um if we just invest the money that we're using to look for um new planets in space or look for a new um new um lives life on different planets and we put that to sustainable projects on in our world, then people will have jobs and that's also saving our world. But I do know it costs a lot of money to put in these new sustainable infrastructures, but at the same time, it's what we need right now. And one of the things that we get to do is go to the aquarium and learn about the animals there and how they are sustainable. And what the aquarium does is 
they rescue animals that have been injured or that have been separated from their um, parents. So many resources to rehabilitate them. The things that the aquarium does for these animals is amazing because they save the animals and once they're up to a um, healthy state, then they will release them back into the ocean. And we learn many things about the ocean, like how animals and ecosystems interact with each other. And so that's how we got sort of, that's how we started, or Jeannie started the podcast idea, just to educate other people and hear other people's views. The aquarium is also like kind of a controversial subject, because I know a lot of people don't, the idea of having animals in captivity, but we're here to debunk that. (laughs) One of the main misconceptions is that the aquarium holds these animals just for shows and uh, just for people to see when they come and visit. But no, that is not the case. All of the animals at the aquarium are there because they were either injured or they were stranded or they were left. Or like they if lost they're their deemed unreleasable by our Canadian government, that's why they're exactly. there. Otherwise, like if they're, you know, they're healthy and like they're able to go back to the wild, usually they, uh, if not usually, like all the time, like they release the animals back to the wild. And I think that mm-hmm. You know, especially with like at our Vancouver Aquarium, we don't do any of those like kind of weird stuff that, you know, they do at other places. And even when they do, sometimes you can catch um, a training session with a um, dolphin or with the sea lions, but that is not for people to see necessarily. It's just that when animals go to the aquarium to get, um, to become healthy again, they have to go through these many different activities to keep their mind engaged. And one of them just happens to be um, training sessions where um, each animal has a couple of trainers just to keep their mind engaged. Um, Otherwise it wouldn't be a very, it wouldn't be a good environment for the animals um, because they have to keep their mind active. So once they are deemed releasable, they will be fine to go back in the wild. And the aquarium just does so much for these animals. So it's important that we, support the aquarium and what they do because yeah. they are just their main goal is to and help there are, the animals. lots of educational programs that they do yeah. especially with young kids and they're like aqua caps i'm literally wearing an aqua cap shirt right now <laughs> <laughs> you know there's so many things that they provide and we're just here to tell you that you know they're not paying us to say this kind of stuff right we're saying this because we want to say it, and because we care about the environment and also I, like I think I mentioned earlier, but the aquarium was such a big part of our BC identity. I think that like every kid that grew up here, like they've at least gone to the aquarium at least once in their life. Wet labs and like aqua vans that they come to schools, and it's all a part of educating younger kids. Yeah, and I just think it's just so important that there's just more education more readily available, and I think that the aquarium does provide that for a lot of younger kids because that's usually their initial kind of like introduction and then obviously if they're more interested they're able to like go on and do greater things and you know their schools might teach a lot about it. Other things about the ocean that we've learned is that um, it's not just one ecosystem or one area that gets affected by climate change it's sort of a chain reaction. If one um, one ecosystem of organisms gets harmed such as um, near the coral reefs, the coral reefs are damaged, the ecosystems that live in there are being hurt as well, but that also hurts um, animals on land that breathe the oxygen because the coral reefs gives so much oxygen to humans and other animals. So it's, the earth is just connected in every single way. And that's why the oceans are so important. It 
connects the countries. It's being shown that um, people from countries in Europe and people in, in Canada and America send their garbage to other countries just because we want our countries to be clean and that's not something that should be happening. Wait, they send their garbage to other countries? Yeah, no, Wait, yeah. They, <laughs> I've yeah. never heard of this. Wait, can you talk about yeah. that? Yeah, so what they do is they, so we as a country, Canada, create a lot of plastic, imagine all of the to-go containers, all of the chips bags, everything, and what we did for a long period of time is we sent them to um, developing countries to get it burned. That's how Canada was able to stay so beautiful and have all of its natural beauty. And because we just sent it down to developing countries, which is not, it's not right in any way that you look at it, because we're the ones creating the garbage, we should not give it to other countries to, um, for them to deal with it, because it's our responsibility. And we are so privileged to be living in a beautiful part of Canada, yet we don't know what harm, or a lot of us aren't educated on what harm we give to other countries we do to other countries yeah and, it's the yeah. developing countries that feel the effects of our actions the most because it's mm-hmm. like obviously if people aren't in that financial situation they don't have the luxuries or the country it isn't as t- top part priority i think that it's just like also on the subject of like you know just like countries in general and like political and like privileges that we have since we're like you know i know like some countries their top priority might not be having clean water and stuff because if there are um, people in their country have no food and if they're they have no houses or if it's been destroyed by like tropical storms like you know i understand it's not going to be everybody's priority for like sustainability and like having metal straws if you have like the social economic standing it's such a privilege to live an eco-friendly life because a lot of people they don't have access to that i agree yeah being sustainable is definitely a privilege um and that's something that we are gonna touch on um uh for next for our future episodes because it's not always it's not necessarily something that people want to do first or can do first because their main thing they need to do is find food for themselves and make sure that they um are earning money to support their um families and friends and themselves yeah i believe i personally believe everybody wants to do good everybody wants to be kind to the earth but it's also the state the financial state that you in that you're in if you don't have the means of um of buying your reusable grocery bags or buying sustainable food then of course you need to find things that can help you survive yeah so we're just going to touch on that our next episodes future episodes because it's sustainability to be sustainable it is a privilege i also want to mention i know um priyanka and i were both part of an initiative called Learn Local. We have a whole team behind. And I think there's this one quote that we posted. It's like, we don't need like 10 people doing it perfectly. We just need like a million people doing it imperfectly, but like trying their best or something along the lines of that. I know it's on our Learn Local Instagram page. So if you guys want to follow, give us a <laughs> follow. Um, but yeah, we're going to do an episode with Learn Local later. On the topic of the importance of the ocean, you know, I think that we did talk a lot about like why we need this and it's a huge part of our lives. And I think that, you know, people might be thinking like now, what do we do? Like, How can we protect it? And how are some ways that we can get involved? Honestly, the best thing that you can do is just educate yourself, learn about um, different things and how they, how can, how you can make a difference and use your voice to tell other people, to let other people know about what's going on right now. Go to rallies as long as it's COVID safe. Mm-hmm. Um, 
just be just be willing to learn new things about the environment and how to be sustainable. So like other measures you can take is also reducing your plastic waste and just if you see something already like covered in plastic that does not need to be I'm talking about those like fruits that have like skin on top and they like peel it off the <laughs> plastic like what <laughs> but like try to use less plastic or like try to buy things in bulk using your own reusable containers or bags I just um and also attending shoreline cleanups I know we both we both love shoreline cleanups we even led some on our own um and I think that even like getting to the root source of like taking garbage out of the ocean or on like coastlines I think that's also a huge part of how you can help save it because you know less of it is going to be in the water using more eco-friendly products I know there's sunscreen I I am a huge skincare junkie okay but sunscreens like especially the USA like chemical sunscreens are so bad for the reef and the ocean and I think that there needs to be more regulations on cosmetic companies and like fast fashion and like that kind of whole shebang for making it more environmentally safe because a lot of the stuff they use like dyes and like toxins are so bad for the water and the life i think there are so many documentaries now about fast fashion and you know making that extra step and investing more into making eco-friendly goods more accessible is super important for more people to join in even if they don't mean to be like oh my god pro advocate at least they're trying you know and i think that in general just like helping spread awareness and knowledge on social media i know that has been super helpful especially for like the black lives matter movement and just educating people who you know might not you know think twice about the environment and i think that is a great way social media is a powerful tool and joining local initiatives and eating locally and shopping locally and supporting (laughs) your um you know your nice little businesses right nearby you so i think that those are some ways that you can do it. Can you think of anything else? Yeah, no, Jeannie said it all. Oh, yeah, said, said it all basically. But if you're going to start, do not be um, scared. It is overwhelming to say, well, there's so much going on in the world right now. I want to do something. Do not overwhelm yourself with that. Just start off small. The main thing to keep in mind is just the three things we all learned in elementary school, reduce, reuse, recycle. And the first one, reduce, is we can't emphasize it enough, but if you reduce your the amount of food that you buy or the amount of clothing that you buy, that can significantly impact um, the environment and your carbon footprint. And there is so much to talk about food and the environment and the correlation between fashion and the environment. That's coming up in future episodes. Um, but just reduce, reuse, recycle. If you ever need to, so many local initiatives that you can enjoy, that you can join. And if but you just can't start join any local initiatives, you can always start your own initiative. Be the first exactly. one to do it. Yeah, and then what you can also do is just give yourself weekly challenges. Try to turn off the lights more. Try to um, go plastic-free for your lunches one week. Try to um, try eat those Mondays. Yeah, there's so many different things that you can do. But um, we digressed a lot from the topic of our oceans, and it just brings us back to the point where the earth is interconnected. Everything has a connection with each other, and I think that means a lot like if you can try to wear a reusable one or you know so then you can use it indefinitely and you'll have to like keep buying more masks that save money too and less of it will enter um the ocean and like landfills because like i see pictures now popping up on my feed where animals are just getting tangled in masks so like if you can try to um 
use reusable things or also like hand sanitizer you know the little bottles maybe instead of like buying like new bottles every single time you can buy like a big jug of it and then just refill it that's what i'm doing and i i find that it doesn't really make a difference but the only like to me but to the difference in the environment is significant. And I think in general, just like try your best, <laughs> you know, no, no one is perfect and it's okay. We all start somewhere and, you know, trying the best, trying your best is, you know, the most that anybody can ever ask for. And one last thing before we close it off. Um, so as you said before, we're part of youth to see um, we will write it in the description um, box next to our podcast link. Um, we have Instagram um, at youth to see and youth to see podcast you'll write this all in please feel free to dm us email us um do what you can and give us any ideas that we can do for our next topics because we are a community community and we want to hear everybody's opinions and perspectives so yeah just give us a um dm us or something and we'll be sure to feature you contact us yeah yeah okay so i'm gonna cut off there 